going to begin on campus where David Jesse of the Chronicle for Higher Education reports that UNC System President Peter Hans is likely to name UNC's new interim chancellor today to replace Kevin Guskowitz when he steps down next month. Sources say Hans is expected to name Lee Roberts to the position, though that has not been confirmed yet. Roberts served as state budget director when Pat McCrory was governor. He currently sits on the Board of Governors but has no other experience in higher education. More details on that as we receive them. Keep checking our website, chapelburger.com, throughout the day. And, of course, tune into News on the Hill with Andrew Stuckey this afternoon. If we do get information or an appointment today, he'll have the full story then. Over now to Mebbin, where the city's planning board voted 6-3 to three this week against a proposal to build a giant Bucky's gas station along I-40. The planning board does not have the final say on that, though. The Mebbin City Council will take up the matter next month, and they may still vote a different way. I spoke about that yesterday with Mebbin Public Information Officer Kelly Hunter. Bucky's will be presented at our January 8th City Council meeting, and it's going to be a quasi-judicial hearing, so you will need to be sworn in if you would like to speak at that meeting. And then only speak on certain aspects of the proposal, right? Um, the, correct. So with yeah. quasi-judicial, the council can only make a decision based off the evidence that is presented. They can't take in other factors unless it is presented during January 8th meeting. So with that in mind, and obviously no, no way of predicting the future, on what the city council is going to do in general? Do they typically follow the planning board recommendation? or um, It just varies. It depends. You know, they look at a lot of other factors that the planning board isn't privy to seeing. So once they look at everything and they take a look at, you know, what it'll do for the economy and X, Y, and Z, then they'll make that decision. But it goes either way, you, you know? know. Yeah, right? you really never know. Sometimes they do. And sometimes, you know, since they are privy to other things, they decide to go a different way. So we will just have to wait and see. But it will be a very interesting interesting meeting on January 8th. That's Kelly Hunter there. You can get the full conversation in the This Morning with Aaron Keck section of our website, chapelborough.com. This is Bucky's second attempt to build what would be their first North Carolina location after Orange County officials rejected their first attempt two years ago. Other news, Orange County Animal Services has reported another positive rabies test, this one involving a raccoon that was found last Friday along Route 70 and Linden Road near the Durham County line. Animal Control stepped in after a resident reported an altercation between their dog and the raccoon. That is the sixth rabies case in Orange County this year. That's up slightly from four in each of the last two years. Animal Services is reminding all pet owners to keep your pets up to date on their rabies vaccines. And if you see an animal acting strangely, call Animal Control or 911, and don't try to capture the animal yourself. Now we head to campus where UNC's club ice hockey team is in the middle of their season, sitting with a winning record as they head into winter break. Season's going well, but there are also bigger plans in the works. The team's booster club just bought four acres of land in Chapel Hill's Caraway Village development with the goal of eventually building a permanent hockey arena. 97.9 The Hills' Brighton McConnell has more. For years, the UNC ice hockey team has used the Orange County Sportsplexes rink as its home site for games and practices. It's a popular place in Hillsborough for many others to break out their skates and hit the ice. But the Sportsplexes' availability leads to unusual or inconvenient schedules for the UNC players, and despite their booster club's best efforts, they struggled to find any better local options. Greg Morey is the president of the North Carolina Tar Heel Ice Hockey Booster Club. We got really frustrated and we just sort of looked at each other and said, why aren't we building our own rink? If we want to set this program up for success 
to potentially be a D1 opportunity, we need our own ranking. Maury said the program and its leadership looked for two years to find land for an arena, starting near UNC's campus and branching out. One day after striking out with one lead, the Booster Club president said he drove by Caraway Village off Eubanks Road and was compelled to walk into the leasing office. Eventually, he got in touch with the development's leadership who offered a parcel between the public storage facility and Interstate 40. The two parties announced the Booster Club's land purchase in October. Maury described his vision for the arena as being beneficial to both the club team and the broader Chapel Hill community. The UNC club team will have a permanent home and more ice time without constraints and improves the opportunity for the program to add a women's team, said Maury. NC State has women's hockey, it's a club team as well, and they have a hard time getting you know teams to come and play. That strikes me as an opportunity that we definitely should be looking at at UNC. The president also said he thinks the location and facility could be a, quote, lightning rod to attract others, like developing hockey players, UNC fans checking out a different sport, and both Caraway Village residents and visitors. With plans for the future arena to seat more than 2,000 fans, Maury added the program hopes to draw much more of the campus community than it does now because of the arena's proximity to UNC and public transit. The opportunity for this team to pull students and fans into the games is at a level that it's not ever seen before, right? I mean, it's not a 15-minute jump to Hillsborough and somebody with a car. This is the same bus system that probably takes them home to their apartment or to their housing. The UNC ice hockey team recently shared the latest renderings for this arena. Beyond the rink, there's men's and women's wet locker rooms for showering and changing out of street clothes, and a dry locker room that's the more typical athletics locker room for players to be in. The club team will have offices in the building, workout rooms for its players, and a bar and grill area to offer a year-round business to the Caraway Village community. Buying the land and designing the arena are just the first few steps in a much longer process, though, with Maury saying the Booster Club is now exploring its options for financing the estimated $20 million project. The Booster Club president said while there's much work to do, progress has already been made raising money, and a rink for Carolina Club hockey, quote, isn't just a pipe dream anymore. This, for us, well, this is just getting fun because now we get to engage the community, the hockey community, the financial community, the supporters to build this and have it as UNC Hockey's home for men's hockey, a future women's program, and ice sports in general, including youth and adult hockey leagues. I mean, I certainly plan to play there. If all goes well, Maury said the program hopes to have the arena finished in time for the club to open its 2025-26 season in Chapel Hill. As for the current UNC ice hockey team, head coach Adam Dota is coaching the players to be focused on getting to the playoffs and continuing to add to their trophy case. Maury said continuing the team's recent success is important because a winning culture will help the program's goals of rising through the college hockey ranks while also drawing more interest from Carolina fans. What is it? If you want to elevate, you have to dominate. And that is our motto at the moment. Our product on the ice drives fan engagement. Fan engagement drives pretty much everything else that we're doing. Nobody wants to come see a bad hockey team. Just ask Duke. <laughs> <laughs>
You can see the latest renderings for the future UNC Ice Hockey Arena by heading to chapelboro.com. For 97.9 The Hill, I'm Brighton McConnell. 619, your time. Aaron Keck here with you this morning. Coming up later today, you can head up to Hillsboro and celebrate Bill of Rights Day with the annual bell ringing ceremony hosted by historian Scott Washington. Everyone's invited to gather in front of the historic courthouse on King Street, and then starting at noon, everyone will ring bells for 232 seconds. That's to mark the 232nd anniversary of the passage of the Bill of Rights in 1791. Bring your own bells if you got them, or just come by. They've got you covered with a big supply of bells as folks gather at the courthouse at noon today. Coming up tonight, and we'll have more on this in just a second, UNC women's basketball back in action in Carmichael Arena. You can get in free if you're heading to the game. If you bring a new children's board book or picture book to donate, all of the books collected will go to family reading partners to distribute to underserved families here in Orange County. Coming out for sports, brought to you this hour by Mac Orthodontics. Again, Tar Heel women's basketball, 25th ranked in the nation this week, is back in action tonight, hosting Western Carolina in Carmichael. Tip-off time is 7 p.m., and if you can't make it there, we've got it here. We'll have all the action for you on 97.9 The Hill, beginning with pregame coverage at 6.30. Matt Krause, as always, on the call. UNC men's basketball is also in action this weekend, taking on 14th-ranked Kentucky in Atlanta for the CBS Sports Classic. Carolina's ranked ninth in the nation. They've got 11 days rest coming into the game, but the Wildcats come in averaging more than 90 points per contest, and they've just added 7-foot freshman Aaron Bradshaw, who's back on the court after foot surgery. Here's UNC head coach Hubert Davis on Kentucky. The way that they score in terms of their pace, um, I think, is elite. You know, they're really good in transition. It's not just off of a missed shot or for off of a turnover. Even after a made basket, they get the ball out quick. They do an excellent job of pitching the ball ahead and they're very efficient at scoring in the first six or seven seconds of a possession. And so um, from that standpoint, you know, our transition defense in any scenario um, is going to have to be really good uh, defensively. And you talked about um, their ability not just to pass the basketball, but also take care of it. They're, you know, it's a team that um, really does a nice job um, not turning the ball over. And then you add the dimension of Bradshaw and his length, his shot blocking ability, having a guy that can consistently score around the rim gives them another, you know, um, asset on the offensive end. And so um, as it's been for the first nine games, it'll be, um, a great challenge for us, and we're excited about it. That's Hubert Davis speaking there. Tomorrow's game starts at 5.30. Our coverage begins at 4 with countdown to tip-off. UNC is 6-3 and three overall in the CBS Sports Classic, but all three of those losses have come against Kentucky. One other Carolina team in action this weekend, UNC Wrestling hosting Morgan State at 5 p.m. tomorrow. Then they head to Boone to face App State on Sunday. And finally in hockey, the Carolina Hurricanes wrapped up a six-game road trip with a 2-1 win last night at Detroit. The Canes are finally back home this evening, taking on the Predators at 7.30. They also host the Capitals on Sunday at 6.00.